0: Thanks again for listening. I hope this broadcast will make an impact on your life so that you'll never look at your workplace the same again. Let's get to today's show. You've tuned into the fastest one hour in Christian talk radio. Super big thanks goes out to Ace Andrews. He'll be engineering the show and really helping me corral the 150 people we've got in the studio today. We have an amazing conversation we're going to have today. Welcome to I Work For Him. As we challenge you to dig deep into your faith, to recognize the fact that your workplace It's your mission field, and in that mission field, you and me may be the only Jesus our coworkers and employees may ever meet. My challenge to you is to go out to iWorkForHim.com, click on the iWorkForHim Nation flag, and consider joining today. Make the commitment to start praying for your coworkers and employees by name, looking for ways to serve them and befriend them, looking for ways to pray with them when you notice they are having a rough day, but all along being a person of excellence in your workplace. That's the kind of followers that Jesus was looking for in the workplace. That's what we need to be doing to transform our country and our world. iWorkForHim.com. Click on the iWorkForHim Nation flag. Hey, do you know of anybody hiring in your church? Do you guys have a network of people in your church that you know, hey, somebody is losing a job, somebody needs a job? Do you have a ministry in your church that helps people get prepared and equipped to get their next job? Well, if you don't, today's show is for you. We're bringing back today Danny Rordans. He's with Jobs for Life. He is the area coordinator here in Tampa Bay and he wants to bring Jobs for Life to your church and he's brought a couple of very special guests in the studio with him today. We've got Susan Larson. All of a sudden I I almost said it wrong. Susan Larson, she's a facilitator at Harborside Christian Church and Gary Paul. He's a student currently at Harborside and Going through the Jobs for Life program, Danny, thanks for coming back on iWork for him in order to be able to talk more about Jobs for Life.
1: Jim, thank you so much for having me back. This is great. I'm so excited to be back.
0: I was glad I didn't scare you the first time and that you really wanted to come back. (laughs) You know, what I always do with every show, and I'm super excited to talk about Jobs for Life. I'm super excited about that this program, literally... Every church in Tampa could have this program, right, Danny?
1: Exactly right. Yeah, exactly right. It's Jobs for Life, we're a national nonprofit organization, and really, we're all about transforming lives through the dignity of work. Our our mission is to engage and equip local churches like Harborside, our friends over right here at Harborside, uh, to really impact the devastation of joblessness through the dignity of work. and that And that works itself out in the form of a eight-week curriculum that churches can, uh, can facilitate right at their church, invite folks who are underemployed, unemployed into their church, and, and really help them become employable for the rest of their life. Uh, we're all about flipping the list. We say that a lot. Uh, only 2% of churches in the United States use employment as any type of ministry to help folks who are in need. And we want that... that 2% l- percent actually two, do, though. 2%. 2% right. do. It's okay, kind of so 2% do. 2% do. <laughs> so we have room for improvement. Exactly. But employment is at the bottom of that list, and we want to flip the list. We want employment to be at the top so that, you know, food pantries and clothing, clothing closets and things like that, uh, the folks that might be served by those, they can then provide for their families' uh, clothes for them, and they can provide food for their families because of the employment ministry happening at that church
0: all right so we're going to get more back more with danny and talk about more about jobs for life in a second but you know how i like to start every show i want to find out how's jesus working in your life so my three guests in the studio danny rordan's susan larson and gary paul they're going to share hey what have you noticed recently how the lord is working in those intimate details in your lives and you each got about 45 seconds to share danny
1: man okay we're gonna get personal on this one so my wife, yeah my wife and i are uh we're going through selling our house right now and so we've been like kind of back and forth between selling our house and, and jumping into a new rental house and things like that so a uh, lot of details going all over the place flying all over the place back and forth realtors all all kinds of crazy things inspections and uh god's been faithful through it so uh so just really grateful for him kind of providing for us and helping us out along the way as we kind of transition to this a new season for us that's pretty cool now yeah. susan
0: you you're a facilitator at Harborside Christian Church in the Jobs for Life program. How have you noticed the Lord working in your life in those intimate details?
2: I tend to be a very <clears throat> introspective, introverted person.
0: Introverted. It, Interesting. You should see her in the studio today. She was she got in here, she's cracking it up in introverted. Okay, I didn't know about that.
2: Surely okay. uh, I am one of those people that I am perfectly content to be at home by myself and read or do whatever. But part of Jobs for Life is not only about employment, it's about relationships. It's a huge part of Jobs for Life. And it's funny that we're having this conversation because I just realized this last night. God is pushing me out of that introverted part of me the comfort zone the comfort zone and pushing me out into jobs for life because jobs for life is all about relationships and making relationships and forging relationships with the team you have and especially with the students so So, you've
0: you've noticed him pushing you out of your comfort zone that is really cool now gary paul he's a student right now on the harborside christian uh, latest class jobs for life class going on gary how have you noticed the lord working in the intimate details of your life
3: well I've gone through
0: an amazing part
3: of my life I've been uh, employed for 35 years I was a relocation transportation executive that took a relocation uh, here to Florida so we're relatively new here less than two years came across uh, Harborside as we moved to Dunedin back in June and uh, I was one of these that was uh, working for success and I wasn't finding significance And I found myself working 80 hours a week, and uh, I got to a point in June where uh, I could no longer do that. And I had to take some time away from work and uh, to restore myself. And once I did that, um, I anticipated coming back to work, and uh, they decided not to have me back. So in that meantime, God has been pruning me and teaching me something else in a different direction.
0: Danny, how did you first get involved in Jobs for Life?
1: Yeah, I had a really close friend who uh, who recommended that I check out Jobs for Life. Uh, Jobs for Life was launching in Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay was going to become one of Jobs for Life's strategic city networks, and they needed a field director. And so uh, my friend uh, reached out to me and said, "Danny, you really should look at this. I think you would make a great field director." And so I'm like, "Okay, I'll check this out. Never heard of it before." And uh, and lo and behold, here we are. Um, you know, we're we're just over about a year and a half in right now, and uh, things are going pretty well. So. And yeah. how
0: many churches are you in here in Tampa Bay?
1: Yeah, we have about ten churches running Jobs for Life in the uh, in the greater Tampa Bay uh, area. Uh, we have had all of those cl- uh, all those churches have run classes. Uh, we're looking at about uh, just about forty five graduates from those classes so far this year. Uh, That's fantastic. Yeah, about a sixty percent graduation rate coming out of the. Is um, it that hard? No, they're just you know people people uh, drop off for for one reason or another. Sometimes they get jobs and they're no longer able to come to the class, and sometimes they're just in a place in their life where it's really hard to commit to something like Jobs for Life.
0: You know, you brought in with you to the studio today a facilitator, Susan Larson, from Harborside Christian Church. Susan, you've been facilitating uh, Jobs for Life classes now for how
2: long? I've been an instructor in three different classes, and so this is my first time actually as the facilitator.
0: So what's the difference between being an instructor and a facilitator?
2: Huge. Uh, When I first started, uh, when I was first an instructor, I had my toe in the water, and i was an instructor i enjoyed it but i didn't get any more involved same thing with the second class and then the third class and it was a class with a group of homeless women who lived in a homeless shelter and these women had so many challenges and i became much more involved with the people in that class i took them shopping for outfits for job interviews goodwill was wonderful and that they gave them each a full outfit for job interviews but i really got to know the women and i could really feel god pushing me pushing me to bring it to harborside
0: so more of that getting you out of your comfort zone thing
2: absolutely you had
0: some big comfort zones the lord had to get rid of
2: (laughs) he did (laughs) he did and so um it was a Harborside has its own way of doing things and following the process. And I just felt God with me through the whole thing that he just kept pushing me in this direction, pushing me in this direction. But as a site coordinator, you have lots of um, space. Plates spinning in the air. So
0: are you you a facilitator or a site coordinator? Well, it's
2: actually called a site coordinator. You just
0: got another promotion. (laughs) She went from instructor to facilitator. Now she's site coordinator right before your very eyes, people. It's an an amazing thing. I'm sorry. I'm just giving you a hard time. We're having a good time here.
2: (laughs) If you go on the website, it actually says site coordinator.
0: So that means you can help put together multiple classes at one time.
2: Well, there's a lot involved in these classes. This, What I realized, and fortunately, because I had been involved in prior classes, I knew this was not something you could throw together in three weeks, and I knew that ahead of time. And we started planning for our class at Harborside um, back in May and June of this year to really bring it to fruition in September is when we had our first class. So there's a lot involved are you having fun oh yes oh absolutely
0: (laughs) all right so you brought along with you gary paul gary you're in the current class right now at harborside yes sir i am all right so you were saying your little story right before the break on how you uh, you've been a relocation specialist you relocated down to florida sorry where'd you move here from Uh, the greater st louis area greater saint oh where they have four seasons Four they have just as bad of traffic though, probably. So that, that's probably not too bad. So you you God relocated you here, and then you took a little sabbatical for just a little bit of time, and when you went back, they relocated you permanently out of the company.
3: That's correct. Yes, it is.
0: <laughs> all right. So that's a little brutal, but it happens all the time. How did you find out? Well, you were talking about how the Lord was working in those intimate details of your life. So you lose your job after thirty five with the same company, thirty five years the same company?
3: Two years, but thirty-five years without without being unemployed my entire career. So never having been unemployed wow, ever.
0: That's amazing. That's because you lived in St. Louis. You didn't live in Tampa. Okay. So you 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 you're in this. How did you find out about Jobs for Life? I mean, how did you even get introduced to it?
3: Yeah, great question. I uh, whenever you're leading an organization and hundreds of people, and the day after you don't go to work, it's like, what do I do? It's uh, devastating. I, I have isn't nobody it? to interact with, nobody to lead, nobody to mentor. And I called the church, and I, uh, I got a hold of the business manager, Dean McSpadden. And I said, Dean, I'll come clean toilets. I just need to do something that's showing significance and doing something. Don't have to pay me, but as I'm going to be looking for a job, I need to do something. You know, it's, I can only cook so many meals for the family and clean the house and do all that, which I love doing for my wife since she supported me for all these years doing that. But I just had to be
0: back with people. It's as a guy, and the ladies that are listening today, you don't understand. But a guy without a job is like losing both your legs because that's what drives us. We love to provide and protect, provide and protect, provide and protect. And when we can't provide, we feel very low. We feel very low about ourselves. Very low value. I mean, did you struggle with that mentally? Absolutely. You know, when you
3: lose your job, being fired, being terminated, being asked to leave—whatever you want to call it. It takes you to a point and say, "Gee Lord, why?" And I was taking it. I was angry. I was frustrated. I was mad at my employers and those who were the cause of it. And then, as I realized what I had gone through with my health in recent weeks, that God was actually releasing me. It it, man did not control this. It was God controlling it. And it took me uh, a few days and a few weeks. And it's it's underscored every day that God moved me out of that situation.
0: Probably to save your life. Maybe you'd had a heart attack. I mean, if you're working 80 hours a week for all those years, that's a lot of hours. That's intense stress. It really
3: is. And, and coming to Jobs for Life, you know, Dean says, well, why don't you come? It may not be for you. And I thought, great, I'll get to be around people. I can be nurtured. And as I got in there and I saw people who hadn't had a job for their, ever, those who were still in high school, those who were trying to return back to high school, and me never having searched for a job, it's like, I can learn something here, and I think I can help mentor, because I've hired hundreds of people, led hundreds of people my career. Danny,
0: as the area coordinator for Jobs for Life, for those people that are just tuning in right now, why don't you just give that, that little... Well, as was a one minute that you just, here's what, what's Jobs for Life all about? Absolutely. How do people find out about
1: it? Yeah, well, you can find out about it at jobsforlife.org. And if you want to get in touch with me, if you're in Tampa Bay, you want to start this, just go to our staff page. All my contact information is right there. But Jobs for Life is at its core. It's a discipleship platform that's run at local churches. We provide an eight-week curricul- curriculum, a 16-session twice a week for eight-week curriculum that churches like Harborside can run and facilitate. They, they get their volunteers in place. They recruit their students. And the guys like Gary can, can go through this class. And um, and then, those like, like Susan said, I love what she said, it's really all about the relationships that are formed within that class. We've all gotten jobs because of who we know, and this provides that opportunity for those students going through that Jobs for Life class. So Jobs for Life is a, is a ministry who we, we seek to equip and engage local churches along these lines to help them help others get back to work and it
0: really gives churches an opportunity to touch the community it doesn't have to be people that are within the church right. you i mean you're putting this do do churches uh utilize local newspapers to be able to get the news out hey we're doing a jobs for life class you want to get a job if you want to learn how to be better equipped i mean come to our church we're doing a class yeah
1: absolutely what i love about what i love most about jobs for life is how flexible the the ministry is itself and then how flexible the curriculum is. So for the ministry, it's almost like it, Jobs Life just works itself into the DNA of that local church. So however Harborside promotes a new ministry that they're running, Harborside promotes Jobs for Life the same way. Uh, the curriculum is just as impactful for somebody like Susan mentioned in a homeless shelter as it is for a guy like Gary, who's who's been employed for over 35 years. Mm. So it's very cool.
0: So, Susan, you've gotten to see the impact. Now, how many classes did you – you said you instructed three classes before, now you became the site coordinator. Yes. We're not going to use that facilitator word anymore. Okay. Because that was just a false thing. You were never a facilitator. We jumped right from instructor to site coordinator. Okay. So I, I'm just giving you a hard time. It's okay. Susan Larson is who we're talking to, and she's the site coordinator at Harborside Christian Church in Safety Harbor, and they're running a Jobs for Life program right now. As the site coordinator, what is one of the neatest things you've seen come out of the Jobs for Life program?
2: Well, one thing we do prior to every class is we serve dinner. And that is as much about providing a meal, but even more so, again, the relationships and fellowship around the table. So when the class first started, the first couple nights, you saw people sitting with um, people they knew. Uh, And we have a mother, daughter, and cousin trio and at first they sat together. Now they're sitting with other people, and you see the people starting to mingle. You see the instructors sitting, you see the mentors sitting, and you see everybody sitting together, talking about different things going on in their life, that kind of thing. We've seen from from day one, Um, A girl who barely could get out a full sentence and she never looked up. She looked down to now the other night. She looked face on at the employers and spoke to them
0: in Tampa Bay. Literally, I can't imagine what the numbers are, but I would guess it's 10 to 20 percent of the people in the workforce. It may be even bigger than that, that are underemployed because of the Great Recession. Many of us have gotten jobs. But most of us aren't making what we were making before 2008. This is a way for you to get better equipped, to get encouraged. Really, what, the words that you used, Danny, you used two E words. What were those words? Encouraged? Eng- engaged and
1: Engaged and equipped.
0: Engaged and equipped. What do you mean by engaged?
1: Yeah, really, we want to— inst- It's not
0: a marriage service. No, not at all. We Jobs want to, for we, Life service. We,
1: we really at Jobs for Life, for our local churches that we work with, it's something that we want for them— And not just something we want from them. So the relationships that Susan was talking about, that Gary was talking about, that's something that we as Jobs for Life, we want for the local church. we engage them around these topics of joblessness and poverty and, and getting back to work. The conversation where church and work and poverty, jobless, all kind of come together and collide. Jobs for Life is right there in the middle of that. That's how we engage the church.
0: So this is a place for you to get involved. If you're listening and you're not the pastor, that's okay. You can tell your pastor about this. This is a way to touch people in the community, because I can guarantee you, within a mile of your church, there are dozens, if not hundreds of people that are struggling with their current job, would like to get a different job, would like to get a job, any one of those situations, and they can get ministered to by your church. Now, Gary, you lost your job. What what time this year did you lose your job? August 31st. Oh, so just a month and a half ago. Yes, sir. Whew. After 35 years, never been unemployed. No, sir. So that sent you spiraling a little bit, didn't it? A bit, yes. And, and now, do you still got kids at home, or your kids grown and gone? I've got uh, college
3: students, sophomore, and I've got one that just recently uh, graduated college, and then I've got one on the left coast. So,
0: so you see, so you, you've got some, you, you have to be very careful, all the way left coast, like California kind California. California. Sorry to hear that. Okay, so uh, so you still have some moochers, and that's good. We always encourage our kids to mooch as long as possible, because once they're gone, no more coming back, no mooching again. Cut you off. Okay, so you got kids in college. You've lost your job. Your wife, was she currently working here in Tampa? She's working part-time, Okay, yes. so she was working part-time. You lose your job. You find out about this Jobs for Life class at Harborside Christian Church. Is that where you guys are going to church?
3: It is, yes. Okay,
0: so you, it, you find out your church was doing it. How... You've been involved, this is the fourth week, you said? Yes. Okay, so four weeks into this, what has been the most significant thing so far that's been an encouragement to you?
3: You know, I've become encouraged by the other students, and I told the ones that are half my age or less than half my age that I'm going to learn something from you because I'm on the, in the last quarter of my career, they're in the first quarter of their career. So I can see some comparison and contrasting, and like I say, coming alongside them a little bit as a student, uh, as to trying to advance him, So I'm I'm just blessed for this, the fact that I didn't realize how much I didn't know about getting a job, having had one for all this time frame. So I went into it a, with somewhat skepticism, saying, well, gee, I've been there, done that. I've hired people. I've worked in the business community all my life. And um, I, I didn't even come close to knowing what I'm learning now that will help me transition to get another job.
0: Well, and maybe part of the deal is your next job, you're going to be involved at millennials. And so being with those young people is going to help you understand that next generation because they think differently than us people in our late generation X, early, or the early, the late boomers or the early generation Xers. We think differently. I mean, they look at life very differently, as you're seeing.
3: Oh, I would agree. And, and I've been fortunate in my career to... Have individuals at both ends of the spectrum of life—those uh, who are college grads that are coming in that are fresh, and those who have been uh, in it for a long period of time. So I've I've been exposed to all ends of the spectrum. But it was really refreshing for me and to be around people and to be part of that because when when the Lord said, "Feed my sheep," and you know we have a lot of benevolence in our society, whether it's uh, food um, centers or clothing where you get, but this is like teach a man to fish or take a man fishing. And this to me is an extension. If we're going to equip people to get work, to use it in a biblical, Christ-centered and focused um, direction then we're going to help feed them for life and not just say, here's some canned goods, here's a coat, that's all important, but we're going to equip them so they can define what is their godly purpose in life and where can they go from getting both success and significance from it.
0: And the coat's not as important in Florida, but you'll figure that out. (laughs) You're just still getting used to the fact that, you know, I only wore a coat twice last year. All right, but teach a man, give a man a fish he eats for a day. Teach a man to fish he eats for a lifetime. Teach a man to sell a fish. And he provides not only for his family, but for the families of many in his community. And that's really what you're talking about doing at Jobs for Life, isn't it, Danny?
1: Absolutely, and I I love, Gary, man, it's such an encouragement to just to hear your testimony from being in one of the classes that's happening in Tampa Bay, kind of, Going off of that same teach a man to fish thing, what I love most about Jobs for Life, too, is that we we interact with the business community in Tampa Bay, and so we have a lot of business owners who are passionate about what we're doing. And so then Jobs for Life classes, we can teach that man to fish, and then we can drive them to the pond. We can say this is where you're going to go fish. This is this this is a great place to fish because we know this is going to work. We know this business owner and he wants to he wants to give you that interview.
0: Well, speaking of that, Gary, coming back to you because we're going to do a free little plug for you. I, I would like to give you 30 seconds to give your resume on the air because you you are you said 35 years in the re, as a relocation specialist. Okay, so you're helping people move within companies? Is that what you do? Yeah, my
3: career has been uh, relocation transportation, so working for major interstate moving companies. Okay, okay, misunderstood that. So moving people across the country, internationally, locally, uh, selling, transacting their homes. So really comprised of moving people from A to B, businesses from B to B, and then B to C uh, individuals.
0: So what is the best part you love about that? Well, first of all, do you want to stay in that career? That's what your expertise is. Do you want to stay doing
3: that? That's a great question. I'm still muddling through that because I can go with what's comfortable. Uh, If we were wanting to move out of the market uh, with the credentials and the blessings that God has given me, I could probably go a number of other places. God's not telling me to do that yet. So while I may end up back in my profession, something that I know and that's comfortable, I'm ready to be uncomfortable because I think God took me through this period of time where I had the, the medical issue for a while. Um, I I did some things to restore my health. I did a a number of things to reevaluate. And, of course, losing the job then, I've had to really say, God, something's in this. You are pruning me. You are developing me. You're enabling me.
0: So talk to me about then the skills, the transferable skills, because if people think relocation specialists, so you're, you're coordinating moves, you're coordinating selling and all this different stuff, describe that then in applicable skills to other jobs. Sure. Well, certainly uh,
3: I was the leader of the division, so I have been in various roles in leadership most of my career uh, with a high acumen of sales because nothing happens until something's sold. Uh, certainly safety and quality and customer service. So I've actually led and mentored and really had a team uh, that was able to facilitate uh, commerce and, and being able to do that as a godly leader. and. While I didn't walk around, you know, carrying my cross in the office, people knew what I stood for. And I would have many days in my career where people would come to me and say, hey, listen, I've got this problem with my son or my marriage or my aunt's got cancer. What do I do? And so I've been able to be there to facilitate ministry as well.
0: So you've been involved in management. How many people, how many, how's most the number of people you've ever managed at one point in time?
3: I had five companies at one point, and almost three hundred people that weren't direct reports, but, but I, I down had a, the line reports. Yeah, 100, okay. 100, 100 people at this current. So
0: one. management skills. You said sales skills as well. Yes. Okay, so you get management skills, sales skills, organizational skills. Yeah, I'm
3: a customer advocate. I love people, um, and that's why I'm looking for the significance part in my career. Is how can I get to a balance of success. But something that's going
0: to be significant and bring me daily joy. So, if you're looking for somebody or you know somebody looking for somebody just like Gary Paul who is sharing his skills, he's, they're applicable uh, really in any business, small or large. This is an opportunity for you to hear you, you're, you're, you're in an interview live. You don't even have to meet him face to face. You can get the, the preview right here. You know, find out. Just email me, Jim at iworkforhim.com, Jim at iworkforhim.com, and I'll connect you absolutely just let me know what we can do okay we've only got about a minute left at the end of this segment sharon just sharon sorry about that how about susan uh sharon didn't show up for the show today but susan did so susan you're as the site coordinator but you've also been an instructor what's been one of the most challenging parts of the jobs for of teaching a jobs for life class susan
2: Well, you would think it would be a no-brainer to find students for the class, but that truly is one of the most challenging parts of Jobs for Life. We had one single student that had given an application for the program for four weeks, and I was looking at, well, we may be doing this whole program for one single student, which we would have done. But before we got started, we ended up with seven students. So we only take ten. So we've got seven students for our first class.
0: We've got Susan Larson and Gary Paul. These guys are involved. Susan is the super-duper... Site coordinator at Arborside Christian Church. She is the big kahuna in the Jobs for Life program there. And Gary Paul's in this fourth week of going through the Jobs for Life program. Gary, how cool was it that you got to get involved in a class within just a few weeks of losing your job?
3: Well, it's easy. It's God. I mean, it, it wouldn't have happened otherwise. Uh, we could spend an hour with me telling you the people that's coming to my path in recent weeks, whether it was an attorney that was reviewing my exit package that happened to be uh, a woman who was a mentor uh, in our in our class, uh, running into Ross, who came to... Ross
0: here from C12 Tampa Bay. Find him online at c12tampabay.com.
3: Exactly. And him finding where he had a change in his life at a, at a certain age. And so I just feel it's a miracle of God that everything has been god the first series at Harborside Church, when we started coming, was the storms uh, through the storm. And oh, sure. That week, was
0: that was Hermine weekend.
3: Every week spoke to me in a way. I've been in my church life all my life. And you can go to church and say, ah, that message was for me. And you could go a couple of weeks and maybe it's later on. Every single message, every single word has been specifically to me. So that's why I know God's in it.
0: Susan, you've had the privilege to be site coordinator, but first you were an instructor. When you look at the impact you've seen Jobs for Life have on people's lives, what do you think has been, I don't know, maybe the right word for this, but how about the most significant, the most rewarding part of being involved?
2: Of course, people who are not employed or underemployed, their self-confidence is sometimes at the lowest point, and they don't see themselves worthy. Jobs for Life takes them through... Um, writing a resume, learning how to interview, Uh, doing their 30-second commercial, what we call their elevator commercial, doing their 60-second commercial in the grocery line. And we work with them to learn how to do that. We teach them how to be in a power stance, so stand up, look people in the eye. And to see people just in three weeks of our past class, to see them from where they started to where they are, being able to stand up, look people in the eye, have a conversation with them, it is so huge to see that difference in them, to that will carry them not only in employment but in their everyday life
0: so why did you get involved i mean are, are, you know i, I could think what i'm thinking here is okay this jobs for life that we're talking about today with danny Rordans and his team here is something that every church can bring in it's it's a way to reach out into the community it is an incredible tool to touch the lives of the people in your church community and outside and i'm thinking if you're an employer and you hire a lot of people This would be a great way to interview people without ever (laughs) having to call it an interview. You can find out all the great people and start taking them, picking them out of the class. And it just, I think that'd be fantastic. Hey, I'd like to thank Demi for calling in from Wesley Chapley. She won the book today. Demi, thanks so much for listening. Uh, Oh, Sorry, Demi is a male. I apologize. Ace even typed it up. Thanks for calling in. I appreciate you listening. This book will get out to you right away, Demi. Thanks for being a listener to I work for him. I appreciate it very, very much. All right, so you've, you're have you seeing all this impact, Susan. You're seeing people's lives be touched, and it's just got to be incredible to see those tools being put to use. Can you give it... We've got Gary here. He's talking about how great it is. How many times have you had people gone through jobs in your life, and then you've seen them get a job pretty quickly afterwards?
2: In a lot of cases, they do get a job. Uh, The ones who stick through the program in its entirety usually do end up employed uh you have do, you do have people drop out during the program if they found a job or for whatever reason it just wasn't their fit there's no cost to the student to go through the program but there is accountability they have a mentor that walks with them through the entire program they have homework every single class they have tasks they have to complete so there is a major accountability factor for the students sometimes it's just not the right time for them and uh, but in most cases I will say I, with the homeless women we had we had ten women in the homeless group and eight of them ended up employed and three of them wow. are three of them are in Pinnell's technical school right now vocational training over there so it's a wonderful program in that respect we have a, a man in our class who's um, waiting for his second interview next week and he, interviewed a couple weeks ago, they and it was a phone interview. Fortunately, one of our instructors actually wrote a book on interviewing and resumes, and she coached him how to handle the phone interview. Now he's got an interview next week in front of six people for two hours. And she spent the other night coaching him what to do in that interview. So it's amazing how God has put these people in place. And I'm firmly convinced that God has the people in that class that he wants there, those instructing, those mentoring, uh, those as students. So I'm expecting wonderful things out of this class.
0: Danny, as the field, the Tampa Bay field director for Jobs for Life, this is talk to us about the curriculum. Talk to us about what's being taught, because as Susan said, this is all biblically based, centered around the scriptures. But so. The, a church that's taking us on, do they have to have a whole bunch of experience in business in order to be able to run it, or does Jobs for Life make it pretty easy?
1: Yeah, we, we do our best to make it as easy as possible, and uh, th- there's not there's nothing re- like necessarily required of the church and any type of a background to have to lead a Jobs for Life class. Um, the curriculum itself is... Uh, kind of broken up into three areas, identity, character, and community. And really the first few sections of the Job's Life class, we we try to um, create a healthy theology and foundation for work, uh, that we're created in the image of God, that God was the first worker, and therefore work is good. And so we, should, we, should, we are able to worship God through our work like you talk about every day. And for a lot of students coming into the class, that doesn't resonate with them. That's, that's a foreign thing. They, they might think that work is a curse and that it's just something that uh, I just have to, you know, trudge through every day. So we try to create a healthy theology of work, and then we move into the character side of things. How can we help that student become employable for the rest of their life? Character skills, building that character skills, that resume writing, uh, that, uh, all those things that, student, uh, that Susan mentioned as well. Um, vocational skills and interview skills, um, all of, all of those things, kind of throughout the life of the class, and using stories from the Bible uh, to really drill home some of these character points um, that really speak to the um, speak to the student and where they are. Um, and all throughout the community is really built in through the entire life of the class with the relationships that are being uh, being fostered throughout that class.
0: So. Talk to me, Gary, about the relationships that you're building. You mentioned that you're in a class that's got some young people in it, and you have mentioned that you're more than twice their age, which I can't believe that. You you don't look a day over 30. So talk to me about these relationships. How important do you think these relationships are going to be for you down the road, and how are they important to you right now?
3: I tend to look at myself as a go-giver and not a go-getter. And so when I came to this class and I, and I was – trying to find my own path. It helped me to know that others were on this path, even though it was earlier in their career. And the the points of being around people and seeing how people have matured week by week has been really encouraging for me. So this has been a support group. It's been uh, certainly for equipping myself for a job and learning some of the skills. And like I say, you're kidding yourself if you've gone through, if you're at my stage of life where you've never been unemployed and then you're trying to create a resume and get yourself ready to go for either extending a career, changing careers, or otherwise. So I have found this in in the fourth quarter of my career to be as equally important as those who are entering into their first uh, quarter of their
0: career. It it just sounds like a really encouraging – I mean, it just sounds really encouraging. So, Susan, as you see people graduate from this class – and, you know, Danny, as you said, you've had 47 or some people Mm -hmm. graduated here in Tampa Bay this year as you guys have launched this year – Talk to me about maybe one story, Susan, because Gary hasn't graduated yet. One success story where somebody went through that, and they were they were lost without it. They were they were devastated, and and today they're in an amazing spot.
2: Okay, this is from our last class we did with the homeless women. A lot of the women had felony convictions in their in their background, and they were all at the homeless shelter. This one particular woman, uh, she had gone through uh, the class, and she did very very well. But then she fell a week after class graduated. She got drug tested and tested positive. And her probation officer put her back in jail. So five of us from the Jobs for Life class went to the court hearing. And because of that, the judge just continued her probation and did not put her back in jail. Today, she has her own apartment. And she was able to bring her son down from Indiana. He had been living with her mother in Indiana. And she was able to bring him down here to live with her in her own apartment, where six months ago, she was in a homeless shelter.
0: That's pretty cool. I mean, that's when you see the hand of the Lord in that. Yes. And, and talk to me about spiritual transformation, that you, that you see people... Because you're bringing Christ at the center of all this, talk to me about that spiritual transformation that you've seen, Susan.
2: Well, because you have people coming from all walks of life, they aren't necessarily people from within your church. Sure. So they may or may or may not be believers. And at first, when we started the class... They were kind of moaning and groaning, and this is in the class we did with the women from the homeless shelter, they were kind of moaning and groaning about all the scripture that was being brought into the lessons. Well then, as time went on, they started coming to church. They started attending the church. And so now you see them where now they have Bibles, they're involved in Bible studies, they want a Bible study, some of those who are still at the homeless shelter want a Bible study at the homeless shelter. So they see the value of this, and they see the value of themselves in God's eyes.
0: That's powerful. When people start to see the value of themselves in God's eyes, that's what it takes for somebody to become a Christ follower. You're listening to Our Work For Him with your host Jim Brangenberg as we talk today with Danny Rordanz about Jobs For Life, and he brought in with him today Susan Larson and Gary Paul. People that are experiencing Jobs For Life right now, find out more about it online at jobsforlife.org. Listen, this is a program that your church should have. This is a program designed specifically to bring the community, to minister to the community, your community within your church, and the community outside of the walls of your church. Jobsforlife.org, jobsforlife.org. We've got in studio today Danny Rordans. He's the Tampa Bay field director for Jobs for Life. We're going to get to Danny in just a minute. But they brought in studio today Susan Larson. She's the site coordinator at Harborside Christian Church, which is one of 10 churches here in Tampa Bay running a Jobs for Life community and she brought along with her gary paul gary just lost his job on the 31st of august and is looking for work here in tampa bay and gary i want to give you 30 seconds to tell people give us your 30 second elevator speech my friend
3: 30 seconds thank you everything begins and ends with integrity in my life i've been blessed to be a leader worth following i've been blessed to have led uh revenue and sales production I've been a customer advocate that cares about people and wants the end result of their lives to be fulfilled. And at the end of the day, no matter what you do, it's all about people. And if you surround yourself with the right people, with the right goals, and the right motivation, and the right support, all things can be achieved. That's what I would bring to the table uh, as a leader and as an individual with an organization.
0: If you want to find out how to get a hold of Gary Paul, just email me, jim at iworkforhim.com. jim at iworkforhim.com. And we will, I'll connect you up. I will, I promise. All right, Danny, give us your 30-second speech. Oh, you could take a minute. About Jobs for Life. Why? People listening today should get Jobs for Life going in their church tomorrow.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, Thanks for having us on again today, Jim. No problem, it's a lot of fun. We really appreciate it. Uh, We we just want churches to have the opportunity to build relationships like we're seeing here today with Gary. Um, I think that this is, like I said before, this is something we want for the local churches here in Tampa Bay. It's a practical way to reach out into their community and build these relationships to help people help their families, to help people break out of potentially even generational poverty cycles, uh, to help people impact the devastation of poverty through the the dignity of work. Uh, and so we just want to see the local church kind of get off the sidelines here and stop Amen. really doing the easy thing, which is to give somebody food or give somebody a shirt and to really help them get back to work and change the course of their family. So we need churches involved. We need uh, businesses involved to help hire these graduates coming out of these classes. We need uh, generous men and women who want to help fund our ministry efforts here in Tampa Bay as well. So this is a community effort. So, um, so that's why I think people should get involved with Job just Life. It's a practical way to change a life.
0: Jobsforlife.org. Jobsforlife.org. You just get a hold of Danny. All right, Susan, you get the last word. Wow. Why should I mean you're you're why should somebody get involved as a as an instructor? Why should a church get this program, get people like you? Why should they do this?
2: Because it directly impacts the community around them. So many churches reach out to beyond the united states to do mission trips all over the world in third world countries and other countries but they're not really reaching out into their community this program impacts the community directly around them every single employed person Affects at least 20 people in their circle, and that is huge. If you have an impoverished community around you, impoverished areas, getting people into the program, getting them working, they're now they're now affecting and setting examples for their generations and the generations behind them. You're supporting the community with the working people. It's just a wonderful program. As far as an instructor, we've had the programs we take you to. It's wonderful.
0: Danny, Susan, and Gary, thanks so much for being on iWork for Him today. Thanks
1: for having us. Thank yeah, it's you. a he lot of fun. fun.
0: As we come to the end of another iWork for Him show, I want to thank you for tuning in. I hope you were inspired to find out more about Jobs for Life. Listen, we're all about bringing our faith to the workplace. This is one of those ones to bring your faith to the workplace and bring it in your church and teach people how to bring their faith into the workplace and get people jobs at the same time. way to fight poverty and feed people at the same time. It's unbelievable. so much to say. Jobsforlife.org. You've been listening to I Work For Him with your host, Jim Brangenberg. I'm a Christ follower, and I own my own business, but ultimately, I work for him.